Welcome to another vital message from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We're so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the Word. Are you ready for the Word? All right. Let's open our Bibles this morning. We're going to be going to the book of Revelation. But for those of you that are, that are watching and just joining us right now, uh, today is my 35th anniversary of being pastor here. And so today we'll talk about a couple of things that are relevant in your life today because of what God has done in your life and because of what He wants to do. And the fact of the matter is, as the title of our message uh, says today, God knows. Amen? God knows. He knows. He knows. What does He know? Well, He knows everything. Hey, can you imagine something that he doesn't know? I mean, he knows everything. We don't know everything. And you know, and if we don't know everything, we should be a candidate to learn something. How do you know that you don't know everything? Well, do you know what the deepest point uh, in, in, uh, in, the, in the ocean is just between Cozumel and Cancun? I'm talking about to the closest millimeter. Anybody here? No? Okay, then you don't know everything. And if you don't know everything, you are a candidate to learn something. My part this morning is to share something with you so that God can use my words and your attention to say what He wants to say to you. My job is to provide a platform from which uh, you can gather and glean the Word of God for your life. God is going to do His job I'm going to do my best to do my job. Your job today is to find at least one thing that you can take with you because God is going to be speaking. Wouldn't it be terrible to come into the presence of God, come into the, you know, to, to church where Jesus is, and to not ever hear him say a word? You know, despite and in spite of what I say this morning, God wants to say something to you. And if I really mess it up, you know, if I would not have studied, if I was, you know, reading something out of Reader's Digest, you know, if I got my message, you know, off the Post Toasties box, I don't know, uh, whatever I did would not... Um, would not move God to the place where He would not speak to you anyway. God speaks to us because we gather together in His name. We are here in the name of Jesus this morning, so He's here. And my job is to teach, not just to tell. Your job is to learn, not just to listen. The difference between teaching and telling means that when you leave here, if I've just told you something, then you may not can repeat it. The difference between listening and learning is that you might listen this whole time, but when you leave here, not having learned anything. You know, wouldn't that be a shame? How do you know if you've learned? How do I know if I've taught? Remember, you can repeat what has been said. When you can repeat one plus one is two, the teacher has taught and the listener has learned. Until then, the teacher is just talking. And the, the, the student's just listening. 
But today, your job is to take one thing that you can leave here and repeat. You can repeat it to yourself through the, through the week. One thing that God said to you that you can repeat. And if you will, I would encourage you to get one extra thing that you can give to someone else. Because this week, you're going to run into people that need to hear a word from God. And you can be the one through which God speaks to them. You can be the vessel that carries a word from God to someone else this week. And believe me, one word from God changes everything. One word from God can change everything. You see, God knows. He knows everything. Have you found the book of Revelation yet? If you haven't, you may want to look on with someone else. That was an easy one to find, okay? We're going to be in Revelation chapter 22 today, the last chapter of the book of Revelation. And uh, we're looking for a, a last word here. And uh, look what Jesus says. We're going to go specifically to verse 13, and then we'll read another verse uh, in just a moment. In Revelation 22, reading from the New King James Version, in verse 13, Jesus says this as he's concluding his whole message. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I am the beginning of the alphabet and I am the end of the alphabet. I am, you know, the beginning of everything, and I am the end of everything. I am the first, and I am the last. Well, that's a pretty big claim, but that's not where he left it. You know, God knows everything, and Jesus is saying, I'm the beginning, and I'm the end. I'm the first, I'm the last. And because of that, the next verse, he says, so why don't you just do what I say? Why don't you keep my commandments? Why would we want to do what he says? Because he knows the end. Because he knows the last. He doesn't just know the beginning. He knows the end. That's why he encourages us. Do what I say. Keep my commandments. Do what I encourage you to do. Because I know the end. He says in verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root, he says, and the offspring of David. Wait, root and offspring, what does that mean? That means that, 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 that I am both the, the father and the son of David. I am both his beginning and I am his end. I am the root and the fruit. I am the root and the offspring. I mean, that kind of covers it, you know. He also says, I am the bright and the morning star. You know, my mother used to have me look up at the nighttime just as it was getting, you know, uh, evening and try to see the first star. And she had a little saying, you know, a starlight, star bright, first star I see tonight. I wish I may, I wish I might have my wish I wish tonight. Well, I haven't said that in I bet 40 years. You know, 50 years maybe. But that's what my mother, we would be outside, you know, in the, in the evening and that little star would come up and she would say, oh, you know, the first star you see, you know, Jesus is that bright star. He's also the morning star. He's also the last star you see. He's the beginning. He's the end. He's, you know, uh, isn't that just uh, like Jesus? He's everything. Wow. Uh, you know, today, 
marks 35 years. And if someone were to ask me, how in the world did you pastor one church for 35 years? Well, I would easily say to them that, that anything that you're going to do for Jesus, whether it is you know, pastoring a church or, or you know, just trying to make a best decision in life, whether it is for 35 years or if it's for five minutes, anything that anyone decides to do for Jesus for any amount of time whatsoever, there is one thing that will make them successful. And I believe that this is the secret, my, my secret at least, to doing uh, what I've been doing here for 35 years. The secret is knowing the one who knows everything. That's, that's been my secret. That's how I've you know, stayed engaged and how we've continued to do thing after thing, ministry, mission after mission. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, people that you have impacted, people that the church, why? You know, knowing the one who knows everything is the secret to us staying engaged in what God has called us to do. You know, I know... Uh, I know you know God. I know I know God. It's important that we do know Him and not just know about Him. And the question that I would have for you today is, is do you really know Him? Or do you just know about Him? Do you know Him? Do you know that He is the Alpha and the Omega? Do you know that He is the beginning and the end? Do you know that He's the first and the last? Do you know that He is the root and the offspring? Do you know that He is the bride and the morning star? Do you know that He loves you? You see, that's what I realized so many years ago. I realized that I know God God knows everything, and God loves me. And because He loves me and He knows everything, and because He loves every other sinner throughout all the world, every other sinner who has ever been born, He loves them. I know He loves them. This is what has kept us going. This has kept us reaching out. This has kept us doing His work. Do you know Him, or do you just know about Him? There are people sitting in churches all over the United States and around the world today who know a lot about Jesus, but they do not know Him. There is a difference. There is a difference in knowing about someone. You probably know about Kevin Costner, but you don't know him. You, you might know a whole lot about one of our presidents, but you don't know them most likely. How do you know if you know somebody? Do they know you? You know, at the end of the age, that's one of the things that we're told Jesus will say to people who believed that they knew him, but he didn't know them. I never knew you. You don't know him if he does not know you. It's very important to realize that we serve a God who knows everything. God knows, like Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 2 says, Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. 
He is the one who begins and he's the one who ends. He is the first and the last. I know I'm belaboring this point, but in just a moment you're going to need this because I'm going to ask you to do something with it. I'm going to ask you to do something with the fact that you know him, if you know him. And if you do not know him, it can be difficult to do what he asks us to do. We can have trouble with surprises that life offers because life will give us some surprises. You see, God knows everything. We don't. God knows the end from the beginning. We don't. God is the first and the last. We aren't. God is the author and the finisher. We're not. And because God knows the end from the beginning, He has asked us to do one thing, and that is to trust Him. To trust Him with what? To trust Him with our moment. Because life for us is just a moment. God knows the end from the beginning. We only know the moment. We only know the moment that we are facing. And many times the moment that we are facing seems like such a surprise to us. It can seem like it is such a disappointment to us. When we encounter surprises, some of those surprises test our faith. They say to us, will you still trust him? Are you still going to have faith? Are you still going to believe? Our moment, as James says, is our whole life. It is but a vapor. It is here for a moment and then it is gone. Our moment. It seems like all we have. This morning... You may be in a moment of life. And if you do not know him, just knowing about him may not help you. Just knowing about him may not calm you. Just knowing about him may leave you with such aggravation. It could leave you with anger. It could leave you with bitterness. It could leave you with resentment. Because if all you do is know about him, you cannot handle the disappointments, the tragedies, the traumas, the tribulation, the temptations, the testing, the trials of this life. How does someone stay in one community pastoring people through problems, through life, through their moments, through their disappointments, through their losses, through their tragedy, through their trauma, through their temptations? How does one person day after day after day continue to represent the goodness of God, the, 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 the loving favor, the hope the faith that we find in Christ. It's because we know Him. We know Him. We know that He is good. We know that He is loving. We know that He is kind. But more than that, I know He knows the end 
I know he can see the end of this thing. I know that he can see farther than I can. And I know that my moment is but one single contribution to the plan of God. You see, I am certain what the prophet Isaiah said. God not only knows the end from the beginning. Isaiah 46 verse 10 says that God declares the end from the beginning. There is a difference between knowing and declaring. You see, he declares the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. God is committed to what he believes is best, not what we think is best. God is fully committed to what he knows is best, not what we believe is best. Has something ever happened and you said, oh, I knew that, but you didn't say anything about it? Yeah, it's, it's fairly easy sometimes when something happens for us to imagine, well, I knew that was going to happen. I had this feeling that was going to happen. I, you know, I, I knew that. But God goes a step further. He declares it. From ancient times, he declares it. He declares the end from the beginning. And he says, I will do everything that I know is best. Wow. You see, God knows everything and we don't. And uh, even though God knows everything, do you know he still guides us through moments of difficulty? In spite of and in light of what he knows, he leads us. And sometimes the pathway that we find ourselves walking down is a pathway that brings some surprises and with those surprises some disappointments. What am I setting you up for this morning? I'm setting you up to know God and to know something else. You see, God is never unprepared because he knows the end from the beginning. He's never caught off guard. You cannot throw him a curveball and him not hit it. Okay? He knew a million years ago what you would be doing today. He is absolutely so prepared. And God is committed, as Ecclesiastes 3 verse 11 says. He has made all things beautiful in its time. God is committed to that. Also, he has put eternity in the hearts of men, except that no one can find out or work. Find out the work that God does from the beginning. God knows everything. And God knows he is going to make all things beautiful, complete. He's going to make all things work out. Only we don't know it. We can't see the end from the beginning. We have to make decisions all along the way. And the best thing that we can do is make a decision based upon the information we have. And we may not have all the information. Have you ever made a decision just hoping that the decision was right? Yeah. And saying, oh, you know, I've got, to, I've got to choose. And I'm not sure what to choose. I'm not sure what to do. Well, let me tell you, God knows the end from the beginning. God is never unprepared. And when you know Him, you can trust Him. 
What can you trust? You can trust that He is prepared. And you can also trust that He has prepared you. You see, even though you may not know the end from the beginning, He has prepared you for your next step. What seems like a moment, God has prepared you. What seems like a moment of surprise, a moment of disappointment, a moment of of trial or temptation or testing, a moment of pressure, what is but a moment, it can seem like our whole life. But God is prepared and He has prepared us. In fact, He said in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter in verse 11, for our light affliction, that's what He calls it, A light affliction. (laughs) Yeah. It's light to him, right? This light affliction, which is but for a moment. Just think about it. You are not having to pay for your own sin. This is a light affliction. Okay, You're not having to carry the burden of sickness into eternity. This is a light affliction. You're not having to be in jeopardy and in pain of death throughout eternity. This is a light affliction. This moment, this life, testing, trial, tribulation, disappointment, frustrations, irritations, these things are light afflictions which are but for a moment. They work for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we do not look at things which are seen. The next verse told us that we keep our eye on Him. Why? Because we know Him. We know He's prepared. We know He knows the end from the beginning. And we know that He has prepared us. And we know that we can do what He's asked. That's what the book of Revelation said. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the end. I'm I'm the first and the last. Therefore, keep my commandments. Why? Because I know everything. I know everything. Keep my commands. Oh, sometimes, you know, we think we know best. Can you imagine being in the place in the garden where where Jesus was arrested? Can you imagine being in the place where, you you know, you might have been so excited that you thought what you thought was best and you could have pulled a sword out and cut somebody's ear off. Thinking you knew what was best. No, he knows the end from the beginning. How in the world could this do any good? Well, our moment is but one contribution we offer to God for His eternal plan. And He just says, do what I say. Do it my way. While we see a moment, God sees the future. He sees how that one moment in our life and how our life in total can contribute to His overall success in His eternal plan. And God just wants us to trust Him in each moment. That's what He wants. He wants us to trust Him. You know, perhaps you're facing a moment. God just wants you to trust Him in your moment, realizing that He knows the end from the beginning, and here you are anyway. He knows the end from the beginning, and what was a surprise to you is a plan to God. It's so important to realize that even though we may not always know, yet we are always prepared. 
God does not leave us. He does not forsake us. He works in us and He works on us so that He can work through us. God prepares us for things that He knows that we will encounter. God is faithful, so faithful. God will not leave you alone. He is faithful. Look what, what uh, the Apostle Paul said to the church in Corinth in chapter 10 and verse 13 of 1 Corinthians. He said, no temptation, no pressure, no trial, no testing, no tribulation, no weight, no problem, no pressure has overtaken you except such as is common to man. Light, easy. We are not being called to do what Jesus was called to do. No temptation has taken you. No pressure, no trial. No, you, you might say, hold on a second. You don't know what I'm going through. No, I'll offer to you, if you know him, you'll trust him in your moment. Knowing him. I did not say faith makes things easy. Faith makes things possible. Faith, a trust in God, makes it possible for us to endure unimaginable moments of life. Our trust in Jesus makes it possible for us to say, your will, not mine. Our trust in Jesus. If you know Him, you will trust Him. And that trust doesn't make it easy. It makes it possible. No temptation has overtaken you except as is common to man. But God is faithful. If you can take one thing away from today, I would encourage you to take away the thought, the fact that God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted, pressured. He will not allow you to be tested. He will not allow you to be tried. He will not allow more weight, more problem, more pressure to come up on you beyond what you are able. But with every one of these temptations, pressures, trials, tribulations, with every one of these disappointments God will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it you see when we know him we know that he is the alpha and the omega when we know him and not just know about him when we know him we know that he is the beginning and the end when we know him we know that he is the first and the last when we know him we know that he is the author and the finisher of our faith when we know him knowing about him is not enough if you're going to do anything for Jesus for any time at all, the secret to your success will be to know Him who knows everything. So that when He asks you to do something, when He asks you even to trust Him in a moment that you don't understand, in a moment that you don't believe you deserve, in a situation that you cannot change, when He asks you to trust Him, if you know Him 
as the one who knows the end from the beginning, you'll say, yes, sir. Give me the grace. Give me the grace to trust you in my moment. And He will. He will give you a joy that is unspeakable. He will give you a peace that passes understanding. He will walk with you and He will talk with you. He will pull you up out of the miry clay. He will set your feet up on a rock and He will put a new song in your heart. He will restore to you the joy of your salvation. He will send rain to bring blessing to you. He will send good news from faraway places that you might have a reward of His presence and His Word so your moment will not seem so unbearable. He will help you through because only He knows the end. And your contribution to the end is that you would trust Him in the moment. The Apostle Paul wrote it like this. And we know, Romans 8, 28, we know. Do you know? Have you heard about Him? Or do you know Him? We know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. This is not just wishful thinking. It's not just some hope that's empty. This is not designed to keep us smiling while our children go to hell. This is not designed to just give us a positive confession so that we can convince ourselves uh, you know, not to, not to quit. This is the truth. It is the truth of God's holy word. And if you know Him, do you know Him? Do you know Him? Not just know about Him. Because if you know Him, you know that He will work all things together for good to those who love Him and those who are called according to His purpose. You know that He knows the end from the beginning and you will know that your moment is an offering that you give to His eternal plan. Do what He says in your moment. Love Him. Trust Him. Worship Him. Give Him glory. Give Him a chance to work in your life. The last week of August of 1988, 35 years ago, the good people of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock welcomed me as their pastor. They were more prepared than they knew. 
and I was more prepared than I knew. I did not know I would be standing here 35 years later. No one did. I did not know that we would have works all around our communities, all around our nation and around the world. I did not know. God did. I didn't. About as far as me and John and Robert could see was the next week, the next moment. Cindy Downs was sitting in an office. We had no money to pay no bills. We were deep in debt. We were being foreclosed on. You know, we had till like Thursday to get out of the building or give or give them 272,000. Well, no money had been coming in. There was a downturn in the economy here. You know, and 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 when I mean it it, there, it was at rock bottom here back in the mid 80s. And I got here right at the end of that. So I was going to be a hero because things were on the upturn anyway. But we didn't know how long it was last it would last because we didn't own a chair in the building. We didn't have a piece of music equipment. We didn't, you know, I mean, we were just literally, you know, uh, hoping, you know, our, our books showed that we were going in the hole about 2300 a week, and M-Bank wanted $272,000 to let us stay in the building another week. GSU would not even take a check from the church. We had to take cash over there because they had, had too many checks from the church. We were $14,750 overdrawn in the checking account. I didn't know. No, Cindy didn't know. John didn't know. Robert didn't know. We didn't know what tomorrow would bring. We only knew in that moment God had asked us to do something. You know, so we did. And we met with attorneys and we met with creditors and we met with, you know, uh, business people and we met with uh, store owners. And I remember the first money that we got, uh, I, I divided it up and took each one of them $50, all of our creditors, $50. It was like nothing. But it was, I said, just give us a shot. Being faithful in the moment, not because we knew the end, but we know the one who knows everything. And he has asked us to give him this moment. Maybe all he needs in your life is a moment. Maybe he needs a moment. You know, the doors could have closed. God would have still been God. God would have still been good. We didn't know, but we offered him that moment. You know, and that's pretty much uh, John Robert. You remember every Thursday morning, five thirty, we met and we prayed and said, "Okay, what can we do this week?" We offered him a moment. Let me ask you to offer God your moment. You don't know, but you're more prepared than you realize. And what seems like a surprise to us is a plan to God. He needs your moment. He needs you to be faithful in your moment. 
It may not be easy and you may not know what tomorrow will bring, but if you will trust him, how in the world can I trust him in my moment? You need to know him. How can you know him? By inviting him into your heart. By saying, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I give my life to you. Forgive me where I have failed you. Lord, save my soul. More than just knowing about you, I want to know you. So that when I wake up in the morning, there's a peace that passes understanding. So there's a joy, despite the circumstances, that is unspeakable and full of glory. So that there's an abiding trust that through my disappointments, I still trust you. Do you know him? If not, invite him into your heart in a personal way. Church on the Rock, elders, staff, congregation members, missionaries, friends, family, thank you. Thank you for the past 35 years of faithful service to the Lord. May God continue to bless you. And may, may God continue to make you a blessing. The secret is knowing Him. Thanks again for joining us for another relevant word from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, receive more encouraging messages from our pastor and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.